It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome in today for episode 70 of the Pod Wands Podcast. I'm your host, Char Char J, joined by my co-host, Luke. Hey. And hey. Alanis, our ghostwriter. That's me, the unofficial fourth member who has been hired and brought back on. So yes, and hello. Never fired, never fired, <laughs> never fired, never fired. Today we're gonna to be discussing the beginning of season two of Rebels. Uh, which is episode one and episode two, which are two parts together called The Siege of Lothal. We're going to be diving in, looking at Darth Vader, Minister Tua, Agent Callus, a sprinkle of Lando, and a little bit of Emperor Palpatine. All right, Luke, Alanis, ready to get the show going? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go, girls. Oh, my God. The Jedi Knights are all but destroyed, and yet your task is not complete, Inquisitor. The Emperor has foreseen a new threat rising against him. The Podwans Podcast. Yes, we are the threat that's rising. Anyways, we have one guest today, and she has been on for a few of our shows. She The, la- the first time she was on was when we were covering Blue Shadow Virus in the Clone Wars, yep. and she was one of our top competitors in our Star Wars trivia tournament. And she's back again to talk about the Siege of Lothal. Let's bring in Kier at Manichlorian. Hey, everybody. Hi. Good How to you doing? One of, my, one of my favorite people in all the Star Wars Aww. community. You guys are so sweet. I love, I love hanging out with y'all. This is great. Oh, yeah, absolutely. How are you? How's your day? I'm good. Um, I uh, am a little, it's been a little crazy. Since yeah. I've been on here, I had a uh, a baby. Yeah! Baby. Everybody put uh, W's in the chat for Kira <laughs> for having a baby. She is. She's feeding. The... She's wearing a Star Wars onesie even, you know. There you go. You're doing so, the whole mom thing right, you know. I'm doing the mom thing. Yep. If, yeah. If, if, yeah. The, the, the mom thing. That's what yeah. I call it. I call it the mother thing, you know. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> It's just a beautiful thing, a beautiful process of being a mom. I tell you what, I I can never, I can never experience that. So I, <laughs> I will live vicariously. True. Yes. <laughs> oh man. But, no, it's good. It's it's going well. I'm I'm she's she's four months old now, so I'm just now like going back into society and like doing things like this, and you know. Um, so it's, yeah, it's been kind of a, a crazy four months, but thank you for letting me do this with, with her. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, of she, course. She's going to make for a great little co-host, you know, we will watch her career Aussie? with great she's interest. She's already adding, she's already <laughs> adding in, she's already adding stuff in. I tell you what, but, um, no. Kira, where can the good people follow you on the social medias? Yeah. So I am on, uh, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at Mantlorian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Kira, we've kind of uh, started new like process of doing things now. Yeah, great. Uh, yeah, the format and... is very different. Yeah, Char, go Compared ahead. Compared to Clone Wars, it is a lot different. So we are splitting it up in three different sections. So Luke covers the story, I mm. cover the lore, and mm. Harith would usually do it, but today's it'll be it's gonna be Alanis covering the interconnectedness of the episode from other Star Wars projects. So oh, instead cool. of just going step by step at what we used to do for Clone Wars, now we have it more um, categorized and covers awesome. all different points. Yeah. Okay. So Great. here, yeah. explain the arc in two sentences or less. Ooh, in two sentences or less. Um, so uh, the ghost crew comes back for season two and they are, uh, are trapped by Vader on Lothal and then get out. <laughs> that was a terrible explanation. <laughs> you hit all the points. That's what hey, matters at the end of that, the day. That was good. That was good. It's a lot more uh, thematic and exciting than that, but that's the basic yeah. version of it. Okay, my turn. I'm going to go with Kanan and or kids or dad and son fight big bad guy 
and then people get very chilly. Oh, <laughs> oh, because they feel cold. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, okay, I like it. I think I'm going to go with Space Nebraska falls under fire. Are you shitting me right now? <laughs> Saved by man with bad haircut and boy with blue hair. <laughs> That's the best so far. <laughs> Thank you. Here, don't encourage this. Oh, please. I will absolutely encourage this. I love oh, it. What <laughs> I'm talking about. God. What's yours, Luke? Um, Big Bad comes to fuck shit up. Boy and master and former apprentice find out chilly things. <laughs> just say they get chilly. Just say winter time. Would you just the... stop? Sounds like it's, you it's, it's winter time in the ghost. It's winter time in the ghost. Well, you know what? Space is cold. The reason you're starting Points to remind deducted. me why you got fired last time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! HR, right. HR, HR. Everybody, let's go to the chat. Um, hey, what's going on, St. Pat? Uh, Darth Man eighty six or Kenny? Uh, Andor was wild this week. We'll probably talk a little bit about that. Yeah, we'll talk about it a little bit after the show. Um, finding Halcyon. Thanks for coming, Cat. Appreciate it. Um, uh, Kanan. And Ezra learn a hard lesson. Ahsoka learns Sith Lords could be someone who she knows. That's solid. That is a That's solid. solid. That's a solid one. That's solid. That That's is good. real yeah. solid. And also solid. shout out Pod Ones in the chat. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All the besties are here. Well, we're gonna start off with my section, the story. And we're back. So basically the Siege of Lothal, I'm going to give it a little bit more description than two sentences. Uh, basically the gist is Vader comes in after Tarkin's ship has been destroyed in season one. He finally gets involved and is like, hey, Minister Tua, you're awful. Agent Callus, what have you been doing? And he's like, all right, time for me to take take control. And he pretty much every step of the way, except in, except towards the end of the second episode he is like five or six steps ahead of the of the rebels and it is just like insane to see how much he is ahead of them um so in the first episode we see vader uh obviously out scheming him like i said before uh why do you think the emperor did not send vader sooner to deal with these rebels knowing that uh there were potentially two jedi I really think it's just because Lothal is like space Nebraska. I like to be honest with All you. All right, I I I have had about up. I have okay, had Alanis, it about up to here with say, the Nebraska you, slander. You saying Nebraska is the same as Luke saying Gen Z? Okay. <laughs> Banned from here on out. Oh my god. I mean, Atlantis has a point. Nebraska or not, Lothal is not really like high tier. You know. I was going to say something along the lines of like in Kenobi Vader, like toys with the rebels and stuff like that. And, and, and in other than lots of other media as well. But I think Atlantis is more right. I think Lothal just isn't that big of a priority. And I don't think they really have put it, put all the pieces together quite yet about who's where and that there's two Jedi there, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I think it's like crazy to think about, like obviously all of rebels centers around Lothal, but in like the grand scheme of things, it's not like that important in the galaxy. Yeah. Like I, it's it's just an interesting thing where like we like hear Lothal and we're like, oh my God, Lothal. But I think for like people in the Star Wars universe, it's like the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and also who knows what Vader's doing in this time. This is what five BBY? Four BBY at this point? Four BBY. Two? Four BBY. Four yeah. BBY. Yeah. Yeah, for BBY. Each season goes by a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've I have no idea if it's going to be covered in a comic or if it's in a different story or when is I'm forgetting when does Lords of the Sith take place? I was just trying to remember that. Um, after the first Thrawn book. 
Yeah. Which is, that's. Did, did I just say before or after? I should have said, said after. You said, I said after. I said after. after. Okay. Because yeah. I'm looking at my bookshelf right now. Because it goes Thrawn, Lesser Evil, Revenge of the Sith, which is not canon, even though it should be canon. Uh, Thrawn, and then Lords of the Sith. And then Lost Stars, then Thrawn Alliances, Leia, Treason, Certain Point of View, A New Hope, Certain Point of View, Empire Strikes Back, obviously Certain Point of View, Return of the Jedi when it comes out, Scoundrel, Bloodline, Shadow of the Sith. Thank okay. you for that anthology. <clears throat> hey, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Vader this time was with the Inquisitorius, or he was hunting down other Jedi. Because, I mean, yeah. Because well, what Kenny says right here is, he says, "What was Vader doing in comics or novels around the same time?" Should be the real question. Which I mean, I think that he was either hunting down, probably still hunting down Kenobi potentially. I think um, he was knitting. I think he maybe. was <sighs> knitting. Now it's got me thinking about other things. I do think the story here is that Luke has organized his books chronologically. I think that's fascinating. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm not the only one. (laughs) I mean, I got it from Path of the Sea all the way down to Shadows of the Sith, and it's all in chronological order. I don't even have resistance reborn, imagine. No, I'm literally going to run out of space. No, no, yeah. My my bookshelf is literally bending from all the Star Wars books I have. Yeah, and I just got the sim- the new edition of the Silmarillion, and I have Fire and Blood now. And I'm getting Fall of Numenor in a couple of weeks. Nerd! Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, I, I, it's going to be interesting because, uh, I mean, Vader, five years before that, or no, yeah, five years before that now, right? Because Doing it what? Was, was, Kenobi was 9-B-B-Y, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. 9-A-B-Y. Mm-hmm. No, 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 I BBY. No. My God, what am I saying? Um, uh, so he's five years removed from that situation, and God knows where the end of season seven of Clone Wars is, because I feel like that's highly debated on where where it is in the timeline. I personally think it's after Kenobi. Wait, what? But, yeah, him you think the finding... end of Clone Wars is after Kenobi? After Kenobi? Yeah. What? Yeah, I don't think that. In what world does that make sense? It literally lines up with Revenge of the. S- what is wrong with you? No, no, not Siege of Lo- No, not the Siege of Mandalore. You this, are the final, the, the final scene, the final scene <laughs> where he picks up the lightsaber, where he picks up Ahsoka's lightsaber. Okay, well that's not what you said. No, oh, well that's oh, what I meant. Oh, the okay. end of season seven of, no, like, of the, no. the final final shot. Okay, okay. I okay. think that is after Kenobi, not Siege of. Handle it. What you about just went gatekeeping on me, and I was like, Whoa, hey, (laughs) slow down here. There's no internet wall here that can protect me. Okay, yeah, now you know when you're wrong. It's just there's nothing. No, no, now I understand why you, when you type, you're like, You're wrong, furious. Anyway, uh, that's where I think that belongs because I think that makes the most sense because he's like. All right, Kenobi's still alive. And then it starts to make him think, well, is Ahsoka alive? Mm-hmm. Let's go. Good burp. Sorry. <laughs> Good burp, Bubba. 10 out of 10. Um, uh, but like, it's, it's, I, this is, Vader's my favorite character and I love talking about him. But anyway, um, also in that same episode, Ezra, before they get back to Lothal, he says uh, along the lines of, uh, do you feel that? I'm, uh, I, I feel cold. And Kanan says, uh, he says along the lines of the, uh, I haven't felt this way since the Clone Wars. Right. right. Yeah. Or something around that lines. Yeah. Um, and Ahsoka also says it, uh, as well. Um, do you, do you, do we think either of them remembered any tragic moments from their time in the Clone Wars when they felt that presence? I remember thinking that when Kanan said that, cause I was wondering exactly what he was referring to. Um, but yeah, I think it's a, it's a montage, right? It's multiple things. I don't think, at least for Kanan, uh, not that I can think of a specific cold feeling incident. I, I think his whole life at that point kind of felt detached and cold. And so it probably was just very reminiscent of all that. That's how I saw it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely think like moments like that, I think remind us like how much the Jedi like went through up to this point 
not even just you know just Kanan and just Ahsoka everyone who is still alive um which is very few but I agree like I think that there are so many moments that I I think it might be hard to just single down just one because all of them every Star Wars character has trauma upon trauma upon trauma Mm -hmm. so it builds character trauma builds character I mean I can't disagree with you there no yeah, um. i mean i mean <laughs> but for example my favorite character of all time boba fett like he, he literally had a jump a, like you, bozo i mean you don't have to be force sensitive like in bozo. the way that, that rebels portrayed it but yeah tragedy happens to all these characters and that's why they build to be such great and popular characters like I mean, boba fett had to watch his dad get you know like and... Bilba, like like build bear what to build characters like build bear I mean, I do have a Build-A-Bear Boba Fett. Have you ever? Yes, I've been to Build-A-Bear. Where are you going with this? Star Wars, they have Build-A-Bear. I'm aware. (laughs) Have you ever made a -A Build-A-Bear Darth Vader? It's pretty freaking I do. Actually. (laughs) Oh, Luke's like, don't derail my show. Okay. It's okay when I do it. When anybody else does it, it's just out of bad taste. Okay, that that was very much self-inflicted, but okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com slash holiday. Here's to holiday traditions, the ones that started as a quick laugh but are now irreplaceable. Here's to the recipes that require grandma's mixing bowl because they just won't taste the same without it. The Chinette brand believes in spending more time on traditions and less time cleaning up. With the Chinette Crystal, Comfort, and Classic Collection, we can help make your holiday celebrations better for years to come. Here's to mixing timeless traditions with a few new ones. Here's to us, all of us. To find out more, visit mychinette.com. But I think Ahsoka... When she obviously when when Vader connects with her, um, she has flashbacks to pretty much everything. I feel like if they would have done a scene, it would have been a lot of the things that are going through, like um, obviously the Siege of Mandalore, um, um, uh, not Umbara, but uh, um, her try uh, the um, bombing on the of the yeah. Jedi Temple. Her with the younglings, like just all of these events going through her head. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, and her then, leaving the order. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Her Most leaving importantly, the order. I'd say. Well, battle. Well, her first introduction to Anakin Skywalker in the Battle of Christophsis. Not mm-hmm. anymore. <gasps> right. Uh, yeah. Wait. Not anymore. Tales of yeah. the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but that's not right. That's not no. Be, okay. First. First. Okay. Hold okay, Christophsis so, was the introduction of them yes. being master and apprentice. Apprentice, or yeah. Jedi and that's Knight no, and and, and, and she like the Anakin master the and Anakin Tales the rank of master. And Tales of the Jedi happens after that. Episode five happens after Christophsis. So you're telling me Obi Wan just, just grows grow, a beard, right? Yeah, he just doesn't. He doesn't or grows doesn't a, grow a mullet. Doesn't, doesn't grow. Yeah, I have a lot okay. of. I have a lot of opinions about that, but you know, we'll, we'll save that for <laughs> well, another that's time. Because you don't. I don't understand. I don't understand why you don't like the mullet oh i love the mullet i just think why why would you animate it in that sense if it was meant to be after christophsis where obi-wan literally does not have that well because well because because obi-wan's just like this is the one hill i will die on as much as i love the mullet representation gorgeous stunning yes there's a time and a place and neither of those was that episode Mm. i will die on that hill i mean i i was a little hesitant on it if you go back and watch our reaction to that, I'm like, I like it. But then it doesn't make sense because like in Brotherhood, he cuts it. And that happens before Christophsis. Though I do have to say, I will quote one of my students who when we were watching Tales of the Jedi and I was talking about this, uh, they raised their hand and they said, Miss B, why does it matter? And I said, you know what? You're right. It doesn't. <laughs> it does not matter. I was like, you're right. It doesn't. I'm just being a freak. No. Somebody just animated Obi Wan, put the mullet, and was like, "He looks really fucking good. Let's just keep it." I don't yeah, know. yeah. 
Yeah, this will get this will get all the nerds hot and heavy. Yep. Yep. Mullet Obi Wan, right. nothing better. Yep. Wait, hold on. It's been the season of Attack of the Clones. Mm. Oh my god. <laughs> it, well, yeah, you know oh, it happens. This is correct. You know. Yeah, I mean, when is she? Ne- <laughs> when is she never on the attack? That's the real question. Yeah, accurate. Also, if you're if you're in the stream right now, we'd appreciate if you like the stream so that you can hear more of Agent Callus talk. And baby. Baby most important, baby. Baby, baby. most important. Baby. Baby's most important. Um, and then I had one more question and then I forgot the thought. Which is pretty <laughs> typical of myself. Um Char, why don't you take it away? The last question of of Luke's story? No. No. Just you. Oh. <laughs> Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed. The ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the Force. All right, yeah, we're uh, here at my segment, which is the lore of the Siege of Lothal. So we're going to be talking about Imperial Defectors. Alanis, don't, don't get too crazy. I'm ready. So today's lore is going to be about Imperial Defectors. So according to Imperial Records... No one has defected from the Empire, which is entirely not true. I'm sure they did that just to make sure that they're make it seem like their track record is clean. But they have plenty of people who have defected, such as oh, yeah. Bodhi Rook, Crix Maydeen, the guy from The Return of the Jedi Planning, Agent Callus, Biggs Darklighter, Wedge Antilles, Han Solo, Sabine and Tristan Wren, Jan Dodonna, Iden Versio, Galen Urso, or Iden Versio, Galen Urso. Like, it's kind of... They kind of have very close. Why'd names. you put them two together? I, That's your fault. Look, calm down. And <laughs> and most notably in this arc, we have Minister Tua. If there is any character that you wished or wished uh, wished to defect from any organization, group, or corporation, who would you want and why? Ooh, ooh. Because there's that a lot of like any because, or yeah. at this. Any, no, no, any, no, any, any because I feel like there's a lot of characters that whenever you're watching a story that wished they defected, but they end up not. Ooh, or... I got a good one. I got a really good one. I mean, not I... anyone that you wish to defect from an organization or the, I mean, you can have it be the Jedi Order, the Rebellion, the Empire, the Separatists, mm-hmm. the Republic. It could be mm-hmm. anything. Mina Bonteri from the Separatist Alliance. Ooh. Have her have her get back on to the Republic train. Because watching her die, or not watching her die, but like her death is pretty significant in the turning of the war because it's like there's no, because at least at that point they were able to like at least put their hand out and be like, hey, Olive Branch, can we talk about this? And then it just went downhill after that because Dooku is like, oh, look, they killed Bon Terry who had put out the, the peace offer- offering, but little do. Well, us as the audience know that Padme was the reason why she did that, you know? So I think having Bonteri back into the fold would have helped the Republic maybe gain more ground in getting negotiations with the Separatists. Okay, that's good. I didn't expect you to say Mina Bonteri. That's nice. Who'd you think I was going to say? I don't know. I was thinking maybe you're going to go with someone uh, a bit more known. Like or... like Vader leaving the Empire? No, 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 no. Not, okay, not that. Okay, that. That. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he did kind of defect it. Well, Anakin Skywalker leaving the Jedi Order would have been perfect, but you know, to each their own. Yeah, but that's good. Um, Kier, do you have anyone in mind? I have two answers. Go ahead. The fanfic version of me wants Obi Wan to leave the Jedi Order. Um, Ah, for 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 Satine. Yes. Ah, nice. Absolutely. That's a good one. And she said the word. Um. And I say fanfic, the romantic in me, like, you know, you know, but obviously I like the character arc, etc. But I, I, who I thought of first would be Thrawn, whether that's the transcendency or the Empire. I don't know. But because we don't know exact like uh, I keep waffling back and forth. But Thrawn is my answer. The, the short version. I literally was going to say the same thing. I was thinking <laughs> you guys were going to say Thrawn. When yeah. I said Luke was like, I bet you pick a character more known. I was thinking Thrawn. Because yeah. Thrawn, Thrawn's yeah. a big one. I think because Thrawn yeah. really doesn't have an alliance with the Empire. He just wants help to save the the Chiss. So 
I always wondered, like, if Thrawn had seen, like, the true power behind the Rebels, mm-hmm. if he would have switched. But I think because, obviously, the Empire was the first to find him, um, he obviously had introductions with Anakin and all that, blah, blah, blah. Um, I do like to think what would happen, um, because I think Thrawn would have just bodied the Empire. Thrawn yeah. would have done it in one movie. <laughs> it would have been done. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Which you know, maybe Palpatine's foresaw or knew, and that's why he kept him around. You know, like he really was like an incredible, could have been an incredible weapon against them. Yeah, like anything could have been. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. There's there's so many good characters that you would wish uh, left, but ended up staying. Uh, I'm gonna go with Dooku leaving the Sith and returning back to the Jedi. Okay. You know who also, and I just thought of this, um, Din leaving just like Mandalorian culture, like the whole like not wearing a helmet. You should have done that a while away. ago. Yeah. Um, you that's mean another... that you're the watch, show another watch, or do you mean Mandalorians just in general? Uh, honestly, either or. I would just, I would love to see Din stripped away from like being a mandalorian like what that would look like for his character because it's so much of his like identity that i think that could be interesting could be interesting yeah Mm -hmm. yeah okay let's look in the chat and see um what defectors have been said so we have uh where's that one i just saw so we have kenny who says captain phasma just seeing her trying to help uh but Finn Ooh. always has zero trust in her, somewhat similar to Callus and Zeb mm. early on in Rebels. That would be a very cool dynamic, having Phasma and Finn work together. As just, I mean, it doesn't have to be Resistance, but it could just be like them two. That would be a very interesting dynamic. Yeah, that is uh, neat. Because I'm just wondering how they would work together. And then uh, Pat said Darth Plagueis from Sith to the Jedi. No, oh, he go, he go no. the mask. He go the mask. I love his fucking character. I'm not even gonna lie. I love the financial bro. It, it may seem <laughs> unlikely that he leaves the Sith, but yeah. that would be a very interesting. Like, what if he survived Palpatine um, killing him in his sleep? What if he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go tattle on the Jedi." <laughs> You're trying to be the master now? Nope, I'm out of here. I feel uh, like yeah. he would be more like Maul, like middle ground, just like Agent of Chaos. I don't know if yeah. he would go straight to the Jedi. Well, I don't Thrawn, know. Yeah. Thrawn and Saul working together? Oh my god. That I'm just be... curious how they, how they would work. I think they'd actually work really well. Really? Yeah. Because yeah, I, mean, really I mean, they are polar opposites, but opposites attract, so... <clears throat> I think like, Thrawn's Saul, like... Saul's a rogue... And then Thrawn's extremely calculated. Well, and he's also not great at politics, and neither is Saw. I say Thrawn is great at politics. He just chooses uh, not to. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I think with Thrawn, I think he is. I I agree. I think he's good with politics, but I think Thrawn's like shortfall is that he can't express it. Mm. (laughs) Like, I I think that's, yeah, Yeah. I really, really think that's it. You're totally right. I think there's like a little bit of a something there. Yeah. <laughs> His brain is there. Ben sure. says frack. Oh my no. gosh. And he decides to ditch his pickup. He just yells the Doyle rules um, from uh, Billy Madison, if you didn't get that reference. Um, but oh my God, this frack being like, um, meet my new friends. Bye, new friends. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't get over like how Zach Braff is Freck. Like that is wild to me. Like the guy from Scrubs. Yeah. Um, oh. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, that, he... Like that's crazy to me. Yeah, because I remember reading something about Zach Braff making fun of a or talking about it with Donald uh, Faison, uh, oh, because yeah. he voiced hype Faison in Resistance, and yeah. he was like, you know what, I'm gonna even the playing field. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a Star Wars character. So yeah. that was a that was a cool. Uh, the thing to uh, experience between those two actors, but and then Freck's a dick. And Fuck then Pep Freck. said Thrawn understands the political uh, meandering, but it doesn't agree with his tactics. Oh yeah, of course. 
because I mean, obviously, the politics will just be like, yeah, we don't care about the Chiss ascendancy. Um, we care about what we do. Um, just AKA, stay out of it. It's like, please stop with the preemptive strikes. And Thrawn's like, well, <laughs> <laughs> but well... the preemptive strikes work, you know? I yeah, mean, he's not wrong, right. though. No, he's not. Will, he's not wrong. He's I, not wrong. I will say the little Padawan's gonna learn the word "fuck" way too often, and I'm gonna be one to blame. So I apologize this right oh, now. Oh no, it's fine. It happens. All She's time. so She's not old enough where like she can like absorb it quite yet. So. Oh yeah, but she can express herself. Yeah, she's what not at the age think? of that point. Oh, but yeah. she is so cute. Look at yeah. her. This is her first podcast, so now we can send it to Kier, and she can like clip it and put it on like TikTok. <laughs> like, yeah. girls, first podcast. Here we go. Joe said Thrawn Damn and Saw would have a too many cooks in the kitchen dynamic. Yes. Yeah. Like like a Gordon true. Ramsay. Like a get out of my kitchen. Get out! Get out! I think that eventually they would like break off from each other, but still have like a weird mutual respect. Yeah. Like they would like like talk shit about each other behind each other's backs, but like at the end of the day, if one needed the other, they'd like grow up. Like they they'd give the the handshake. Yeah, they would. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, "Hey, can we do the can we can we commit meet Borg Gullet?" And it's like Thrawn's just like. Very Your sister, Stella G, uh, Stella, Stella Carrera. Did you have a handshake with her? Can we do that handshake? Very interesting like, creature you know, that you have here. Yeah, so yeah, so right. Saw is just like, don't bring up her name. What the yeah, face. That really is a really interesting dynamic. That would be an interesting I think, dynamic. Yeah. I think one of the cool things about Thrawn, though, is like, he in a way can blend in. Not like blend in, but you could fit Thrawn anywhere. And he would make it work. Yeah. Which is a, a very interesting <clears throat> about him. I mean, the only place you can't go back to is the Chiss Ascendancy, so. That we know of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Big Thurf. Thurf? Thurfian. Thurfian. Thurfian's my least favorite Star Wars character. Really? No. I was going to say. It's not. But it's he's not. up there. It's actually Pekeef. I hate Pekeef. Pekeef's an asshole. He is an asshole. I'm trying to think, like, what would be considered, like, because I'm thinking, like, because Cross here, he didn't really defect. He just Why kinda... are you just name dropping everybody that she likes, please? God, I'm, can you not? I'm sorry that he she likes defectors. I'm sorry. Here's my thing, uh, and this is my hot take. At, well, one of the hot takes of the evening. Um, I don't want a redemption arc for Crosshair. I'm tired of redemption arcs. Let him be a silly, evil little boy. We will find that out yeah. January 4th. <laughs> I know. Yeah, the day before my birthday. And Kier's going to be on that episode with Leia. For my birthday. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm sorry. Yay! Oh, she wants a redemption oh, arc for oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, baby. But I'm, uh, I think it's going to be uh, interesting watching Bad Batch. But anyway uh char you got uh, anything else for lore that's it that's just the one one part and uh alanis are we ready to get into your segment the interconnectedness let's go that's my roll experience there's no such thing as luck Looking to give back this holiday season? Donate to the Army Historical Foundation. For 40 years, the Army Historical Foundation has ensured our nation never forgets the sacrifices of those who serve. As the Army's nonprofit partner, the Foundation constructed the National Museum of the United States Army. The Foundation's work also extends beyond the museum's walls, restoring artifacts, touring historic battlefields, and remembering all we owe to America's Army veterans. Donate today at ArmyHistory.org. Military parents never miss a beat, and neither does the Johns Hopkins U.S. Family Health Plan. Built for every warrior in your family, with more than 40 years of service to military families, TRICARE Prime Benefits plus exclusive extras. Learn more at warriorsathome.com. All right. So are we all expecting me to talk about Agent Callus right now? Yes. yes. Am I starting mm-hmm. off with Agent Callus? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> instead, instead, I'm starting off with Thrawn. Yeah, here, here you go. Yeah. If it's not Agent Callus, it's Rod. Yeah. One, I, either way, one big Imperial. So right, it's it's got to be one. Of Which them. is funny because Thrawn's not even a part of Rebels yet. But no, I'll let you get to it. Thanks, Bestie. So obviously, in Thrawn 2017, uh, we see prices rise to the governorship. 
And we constantly see her as being like very ambitious and cutthroat, like whatever. The price she, is not right. Literally. <laughs> Anyone who is in a higher position than herself, she doesn't see them that way. She's on the even playing field with everyone. Mm-hmm. But in Rebels, we see Minister Tua, who, on the other hand, she doesn't have a lot of personal ambition, but she does undyingly love the Empire. So, like, with that being said, Price was actually originally supposed to die in this episode in the explosion, um, and Tua was supposed to be made governor. So my question is, had Tua been made governor and not Price, what type of impact do we think that this would have on Lothal? Do we think it would have been better, worse? Um, Because again, Tua loves the empire because it is the empire, where Price loves the empire for her own gain. Honestly, I think the defection like the rebel alliance would have had a foothold in lothal because towards the end like minister two is like fuck this shit i'm done with the empire like like vader's here i'm getting sent off to tarkin like nah not happening not 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 going that way but if she was promoted she wouldn't have had that doubt but it's hard no, I'm sitting next to my guns. It would have made it easier for the Rebel Alliance to to take over, I think. Because I think maybe weak. it was because Minister yeah, Tua because wasn't... Yeah, because she's there, there, <clears throat> there wasn't too much about Minister Tua to be like, oh yeah, she could be a potential threat to the Rebellion. Because, I mean, she was only there for one season. And she was kind of just like a... Uh, be like, okay, hello, welcome. Let's, let's, let's talk. Because, I mean, we see when... She uh, missed the disruptors. No, yeah, when that that C three PO and R two R, where uh, yep, they're shipping those ion disruptors, and she's she's more of like a uh, like a a, P, a a public relations type of person, but yes, she's um she could have been a lot more if she was promoted because yeah, as Alana said, Price was uh, originally supposed to die, and then the promotion. So I think that if that were to happen, Minister Tua would have been a much different character than what she was before obviously this arc so yeah i think the one thing that is very interesting about minister tua is like we see her very early on as kind of like wavering in her own dedication um and i wonder if they wrote that in after they decided that she was going to die and not price to make that a little more like apparent between the two as like a separation mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. But yeah, I agree. I think eventually the um, rebels would have had a stronghold. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because um, I think who knows what if, what Tua's character would have looked like. You know what she what she would have done, or because obviously she's not like a Price, or she's not like a uh, um, a Constantine, or like she's not those type of people. But you know, right. maybe she would have been a more um, a more rational governor. And leader, because I mean, if you compare Governor Tarkin to potentially Governor Tua, it they're like polar opposites. Oh yeah. Though, so, okay, you said Tarkin. Tarkin's which, too radical. But do you, I think Tarkin could have used her as a puppet? Maybe, I think so. Almost, but it wouldn't have been as effective as Price as a puppet because I think Price still had a little bit of pushback, a little bit of fight. Yeah, because Tua wouldn't. Yeah, because she wanted to be the top chain. She wanted to be next to the Emperor. Like we we know this. It's said. Look out here cussing in front of baby. The baby. The baby. I want to say the baby. Okay. <laughs> She's moved. Oh my gosh. To see She's the baby. Like, so calm all day, and then we get on the podcast, and she's like, "Oh, I'm in a screen. Sorry." No, that's okay. <laughs> no, it's all it's all good. What do you think? What do you think, there, Bubba? What do you think of that answer? Nothing. Now she's silent. Oh yeah, there you go. She got she got she got stage fright. Um but no, Tua. Yeah, it, interesting question. Thank you. I think also like if it wasn't Price, it would have been somebody because Tua yeah. is so like uh what's the like a like a doormat? Like yeah. she just you know like yeah, the she's... would have sent somebody to run her over. I don't know. Yeah, I feel yeah, I feel like she was a little bit too innocent for the empire in yeah, some respects. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I wish in a way that we almost got a little more time with her. Yeah. Like, I, I wish her death was almost a little bit more impactful. Because, like, yeah, we feel bad for her. 
but also she's like an imperial. So well, the way that Vader uses her is perfect. I mean, it's very Anakin Skywalker esque. Obviously, he's like, I don't care at that point. It's like let's just let's get rid of him. Get rid of her. She was the she's hey she wasn't going anywhere. Vader was like, oh, you're gonna talk to she like even if he wouldn't have blown up the ship like. Oh look, Cal Forer, how's it going, man? Hey, Hi, and, and 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 it's funny because he said Pod Fam, and we have a baby. <laughs> We're like, we are family. family. All my brothers, sisters, and me. Oh. All right, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Anyway. Anyway. We got us here and baby. Oh, no, no. Oh. That was actually a pretty good rhyme. I'll, oh. I'll give you that one, Char. Oh, coming from the English teacher. Thank you, thank you, uh, thank you. Pretty high compliment. Pretty high compliment. Um, but I think it's time for what everyone's been waiting for. It's oh, Agent Callis time. Here we go. It's my reason for breathing. All right, let her rip, Chater Chip. Oh, yeah. All right. So you guys may or may not know this, but Callis canonically had a bestie, and his name was Jovan. Some people call it Jovan. It's from a comic, so there's no pronunciation guide. So don't come at me for that. But anyway, this bestie that he had, they were together in the Royal Imperial Academy. Um, he acted as like a mentor to Callus. And what happened is um, around this time, a little bit prior, um, the Empire found out that Jovan was in, pretty much embezzling money, taking wealth. And they sent Callus over to arrest him. Um, now, Callus had to put like his personal feelings aside to go ahead and do this. So with Minister Tua, obviously they're not shown to have very much of a friendly relationship, but he just sent her over to Tarkin and Vader kind of fully well knowing what was going to happen to her. Um, and my question is, do we think that these early acts of almost selfishness for the Empire helped him survive as Fulcrum for so long because they had him in this very high esteem? Ooh. That's a good theory. Maybe. I have so many callous theories. No, I think he's like <laughs> and conniving enough. You know, like he knew he had built up enough in that tank to like, well, I can get away with this because they've seen me do that kind of a thing. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah. I think also what's interesting with Callus is like at this point in his timeline, like he believes that he's doing the right thing here. Mm -hmm. He does. Sad. Yeah. Poor, unfortunate soul. Though it does fit in with my uh, new oh, and resigning geez. Agent Callus. Here we go. Might as well just, she's just, uh, you've just, we have just opened the floodgates we for Callus talk. And um, now, now back to our regular scheduled programming of Alanis talking about Agent Callus. I came uh, on assuming that this would happen, waiting for this moment, <laughs> knowing that Callus was in this episode and Alanis was going to be talking about it, so I'm all for it. To be honest, to be honest, I swear one of our children, she's going to like beg me. Alexander, can we name him Callus? Alexander, absolutely not. Alexander. <laughs> um, my new theory with Callus is that Uncle Harlow is his dad. Um, and Jack Harlow. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and Agent Callus's whole thing is that he's a nepotism baby that the only reason why he has gotten this position and he graduated number one at the Royal Imperial Academy, all of that is because he's a nepotism baby. And they sent him out to Lothal to be like, okay, dude, like shut up. Here's a post, go be important somewhere else. And then he accidentally mm -hmm. stumbled upon the rebels. That is my new resigning theory. <sighs> yeah. Alanis, I really like that question because I mean, he had to like, he, he had to put his feelings aside because I mean, look at general Hawks, for example, Look what he had to do in episode seven. Like he had to do terrible things to make sure that the first order was like, all right, we can rely on this guy. This guy's going to do things for us. There's no way that he is a spy. But then obviously Rise of Skywalker hit us with the uh, I'm the spy sort of thing. But which which just begs the question, because Hux did terrible things. He destroyed the entire New Republic on his order, his own, his own command. And. Like you, you have to do that. Like if you're a good spy, you will do whatever it takes. And I literally said that. I literally said though, that. Though I will though. say this, I I do not think Hux and Callus are the same type of character. Oh, not at all. No, at all. but I yeah, I think the situations are 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 sort of similar. Because I mean, because ah! I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, Hux is. I mean, okay, Hux is all Hux right. Is that was the voice <laughs> of a muppet. Hux is just Hux is just a leader. He's a leader. 
Talos on the other end, he is in a, he's an Imperial Security Bureau agent. He's he's actually in the war zone. He's fighting fighting the battles. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I think the main difference between the two of them really stems from the fact that Hux defected for personal gain. And Callus left because he knew what he was doing was ultimately wrong. Oh yeah, I don't care if you win. I need Kylo Ren to lose. No, I do. Ha- that is one of my favorite Star Wars quotes. I adapt that into my everyday speech on a daily basis. Why? You just want to see Kylo Ren? Lose? I don't care if you win. I need Luke Agan to lose. Oh, I honestly, Western I said that like football. two days ago. I said that two days ago too, Luke. And I beat you. And I beat you. No. Yes, I did. The first. No, the second bowling match, yes. The first one, no. Oh, the second one I was highly intoxicated for. <laughs> That's why I bowled better. I'm not even going to lie to you. Love it. Okay. I yeah, love I mean, it. Kenny said, um, yeah, similar to that uh, one ISB agent in Andor. Um, are you talking about Dedra Miro or Lonnie? No, 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 no. Given no, no, no. where he is, perfectly play, lay low, never be useful until useful. Yeah, you know, Lonnie, <clears throat> the, the man who was talking with um, Luthen at the very end of the episode. Yeah, which I mean, I I have so many thoughts about. We don't, speech. we don't, we don't, we don't condone. We don't. <laughs> wait, wait to uh, um talk about uh, <laughs> uh, it just reminds me of when Chris said we do not condone child violence, but we do find it funny, which is just terrible. Absolutely I mean, when you're a Star Wars fan, yeah, I guess so. But like, it was back when Game of when how wait. <clears throat> Gear, you've seen House, haven't you? House of the Dragon. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, it was the scene. It was the scene where we find out that Aegon's had all these bastards, and they're like in the children fighting pit. Chris goes. Chris goes. We do not condone. Uh, uh, we at the Pod One podcast do not condone child violence, but but we do find it funny. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, Chris. Typical lawyer moment. No, yeah. (laughs) Just had to make sure. <laughs> I mean, we don't have him on retainer yet, so we might that might be the deciding factor that that statement. But you know, oh my god, um, Char, are you gonna grace us with your three interesting facts? Wait, hold oh, on, yeah, my life changing. Hold on, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. wait. Alanis has got one. No, I'm gonna do it after Char's. My oh. my, my life changing, oh, juicy, uh, breathtaking three interesting facts. Yes. Let's do it. What? Three interesting facts about a certain Rebels arc that you didn't know about until now. Part 11, the Siege of Lothal edition. Fact one, Lando was going to show up again. The first draft of the script dated June 17th of 2014 had Lando Calrissian actually present on his farm. The second draft, July 8th of 2014, replaced him with his protocol droid W1LE, but still had Lando present in the story via hologram. Fact two, the production of this arc. Episodes 201 and 202 of, which is season two, episodes one and two, were developed together as a single story, with Henry Gilroy writing the first detailed outline in May of 2014. The stated theme of the episodes is, sometimes you can't go home, but you can find a new one. Fact three, Filoni's input. The scene with Darth Vader and the Emperor was added after the second draft, based on feedback from Dave Filoni. The Emperor is voiced by Sam Witwer, who had previously voiced Darth Maul and the Sun in Star Wars The Clone Wars. But, also and there you have it. Those fact, are the three interesting facts about Siege of Lothal. And Alanis. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. Can I add mine real quick? Because I just thought of it. Okay, I guess we have five facts. Now. And Ian, Ian McDermott had actually done voice, voice lines for that episode. They didn't use it? No, they didn't use it. But you can find it on YouTube. He did. He did the actual voice. Wonder why they didn't use it. I don't know. I I think that was the one missed opportunity about this episode. To be honest, I don't. Know, I mean, Ian McDermott was was doing the voice of in of Sidious and Tales of the Jedi, right? It yes. sounded just like yeah. him. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, I mean, I met that man in person. I know his voice. <laughs> I will give three interesting facts about Agent Callus, but before I oh do here that, we go. Um, if you guys didn't know. Taylor Gray actually used um, his voice lines from Siege of Lothal to audition for the Buffalo Wild Wings ad. Deals, deals on deals, deals on deals. deals. Please tell me you're serious. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh that's right. We were thinking, we were thinking, we were, th- it was, I was like sitting there and we were doing notes. She goes, Deals, deals on deals on deals. deals, on deals. deals. Really? Wait, 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 wait. So before this, 
Alanis told me that she had an interesting fact, and she was yeah, like, oh, that's deep it. lore. This is crazy. Deep and then yep. this? What? <laughs> yep, deep that's lore. great. What oh the hell? But awesome. I will oh. say. <laughs> I believe you. Now I'm sad. You're just spreading misinformation on the internet. I mean, what else is new? <laughs> but. I will say to make up for it, to make up for it, I will give you three Agent Callus facts. Three interesting Ooh. facts about a certain. About, uh, no, uh, no, 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 no. You have to do it. Yeah, you know no, what? Wait, no, no, I'll hard, say hard it, do it. And then Alanis will go in. Are you ready? Three interesting facts about a certain Star Wars character that you didn't know about until now. Part, whatever. Agent Callus edition. All right. So we'll start us off with this. Oh, he God. graduated top of his class, number one, from the Royal Imperial Academy. Ricky Bobby. He did that all himself. Ricky Bobby. All himself. I don't know how to do I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> Let her continue. <laughs> Two. His birth date is actually highly de- uh, debated. It's listed from 45 to 32 on Wikipedia, and that's because in the Rebels visual guide, it's listed as one um like date, and then in the like Rebels um like data bank book it's listed as another so it is very highly contendent on how old agent callus is um and i think that they did that because it gives some kind of um leeway on where he can go in for the future um <laughs> and <laughs> that is a good comment um, that is great man. and the third fact um about agent callus is that we do have one canonical um instance of him being um full like fulcrum and rebel callus outside of rebels and that is in the 2020 star wars annual comic a rebel bounty um and he is tasked with giving information to the rebels and that is also the last time that we've seen agent callus we are now going on three years without him and number four he actually had a conversation with anakin skywalker he did apparently when did that happen actually no that i said that to you to be an asshole because I was like, I was like, oh, technically, Callus and Anakin had a conversation because he talked to Vader. Oh, it's not screw like, you, Luke. Screw uh, you. We, we, the only thing that we know about Agent Callus's early life is what Luke I have made up on the internet. <laughs> okay, so like, hey. why does his beard like that? Alanis, tell me what, what's why does his beard like that? So there is no actual reason as to why, but. Okay. His long hair in um, when we first see him as a rebel, mm-hmm. everyone likes to think it's because it's like a passage, like passage of time or whatever. Um, yeah. No, they just did it to make him hot, and he was called Hot Callus by the animation team. Um, and Love also, it. his name Alexander uh-huh. um, was added in later because Dave Filoni said that only villains. Um, don't have a first name so they added in alexander and he is named after one of the guys who did like the original lines when they started animating oh i love that i know way too much about this stupid oh, fucking guy <laughs> he has one hour 32 minutes and three seconds of screen oh, time oh god all right <laughs> all right and that's uh that that's that's the, that's no, that's the end of that fucking that. segment that's where yeah, we dropped that. it and died I love. Alexander I made you. I'm, gl- I'm glad that you're so happy right now. I am. I'm glad I gave I you this. I don't get to talk platform. about Asian cows often. No, you don't. When you do, I will listen anytime. I, that was fascinating. Thank and thank you, Cal. <laughs> but it is now time to rank the episode. Oh. We don't have. We don't have a new thing for that. Sorry, you Kira. still I haven't you're... done it yet. No, no, no. We oh, do. Okay. No, I was talking like a. Like a graphic, uh, we don't have that yet. We're not, we're not that cool. Um, but uh, we have bad ensign, okay, lieutenant, good captain, great admiral, and chef's kiss, grand admiral. I'm just gonna go ahead and say this: we're probably all gonna go with grand admiral, correct? No, no, no. I was going admiral. Luke, why are you trying to rush the show, buddy? Are you, are you okay? Is yeah, something I really think it's like we're all gonna do it, and then none of us. Are yeah, you and no. going to bowling and you losing again? Is this just gonna happen? <laughs> what, what, what's the rush for, bud? Luke just wants all of us to agree with him, and he's Luke's very like, upset. Thursday now. night football is on. Let's get this going. <laughs> I hate that. Well, it's the Panthers and the Falcons. Who wants to watch those? Yeah, your two, two favorite teams. teams. They're dog shit. Anyway, sports ball. Anyway, um, uh. I guess I'm gonna just grant. I think it's Grand Admiral. Why? Because of Vader. <laughs> That's it. No, <laughs> it's it's a it's actually a really decent 
uh, uh, I, I really, really enjoy the Siege of I, like. I feel like I watched that episode, like this arc particularly. Like that's the one that I watch the most out of any season premiere out of every anything like Rebels is like season two is by far. So what, Cal? I can be an Anakin fanboy if I want to. Yeah, Luke's like, oh, you can't that stop scene me. where Vader gets trampled over all those ATDPs, and he's just like, yeah. No, that's literally what I said when we were watching it. I said he's such a badass. <laughs> he can lift all I mean, those. It's one, of the, it's one of Vader's most memorable scenes in animation. So Yeah, it's it, it's great. It's great. Love it. Kira, what do you think you're going to rank it? Uh... Lucy's talking in the background. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I would say um, Admiral. Somewhere between Captain and Admiral. But Admiral because of like um, Ahsoka's like connection. You know, the end, like the last five to seven minutes make it Admiral. Make it so great. And the season with all is an excellent arc. I just have others that are that are my favorites. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, Admiral. What, what, what's the baby's ranking? It seems it sounds like she wants to give it a ranking. <laughs> That's the only episode of Rebels she's ever seen because we rewatched it. To, to okay, okay, yeah. Hey, yeah. wait, hold on, hold on. Did she did she sit there and like actually pay attention? Yeah, did, yeah. Did she, they, like, she, touch her we know she's explaining why she liked the episode. I hear that. Yeah, Callus is amazing. Well. He's beautiful. <laughs> Minister Tua was sent off very, very, very quickly. No, very, no, um, no, it's very, very quickly. Yeah. Uh, got bodied by Vader. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, yeah. Vader yeah. spin, spin, and ship. See, you uh, missed something. You missed ship. something. Okay, so, so the baby's got good analysis. Yeah, you know. Hey, see? Yeah, she was like, yeah, exactly what Char said. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I got you. And then um, I'm going to give it an admiral because I think that there's a lot of good elements in the show. It's a great way to kick off season two. And we get more Vader implementation and we see that powerful scene with Ahsoka being like, oh, we got this going. And back then, Ahsoka and Vader was like the most anticipated meeting of all time. Yeah, yeah. yeah More anticipated than Ahsoka and Luke. Because, I mean, we had no idea at the time how far Ahsoka was going to go. But... Yeah. Ahsoka versus Vader was like the pinnacle of Star Wars in 2014. So um, I'm excited to uh, back when back when Sith Council videos was a thing. Yeah, the archives, baby. I'm excited to get to the uh, the Phantom Apprentice later on when we uh, keep on covering the show. But yeah, I give it an admiral. Yeah, one day they will let me take over. And do a callous only episode one day. Well, it's, I'm pretty one sure day. it's gonna. I'm pretty sure it's gonna end up being the hundredth episode, which is behind yep. Imperial Eyes. <laughs> which is, uh, no, it's through Imperial Eyes. Anyway, um, um, actually, yes. When it comes to callous, I'm allowed to. Um, actually, that's fair. <laughs> I've been in this fight since I was six years old. Uh, <laughs> but but you were, but you were more like sixteen. <laughs> yeah, that actually sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. that sounds about canon. Yeah. That sounds canon. Yeah, that sounds canon. 15 or 16. You're yeah. 24 now. Yeah. Okay, it'll be 10 years in 2024. Yeah, look, why don't, why don't we just years. disclose all of our ages? Uh-huh. How about that, huh? <laughs> why don't we just say how old we all are? How well, Char's that? 22. Everyone I don't know how Kier is. She looks like she's she looks younger than I, so she's oh got to be at least God. 20. You are not guessing people. Eight. That's so weird. Anyway, I'm rating it. I, a... I was a joke, and then Luke was like, let's just carry on with it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I am rating it as um, Admiral. I think it's a really great episode, um, but Rebels is probably my favorite. You have show. been replaced. Yeah, Cal. <laughs> Cal dropping his social for us in the, uh, in the <laughs> Drop your credit yeah. card number. Yeah, we're gonna need yeah. them digits, baby. Three digits on the Mid- back as well. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you get be them like on voice the right over Pete. because sometimes. Because sometimes you can mess up the twenty-seven <clears throat> for twenty-six, and it just have, have you seen? Do you, do you know? Do you, have you guys ever watched the voiceover Pete video? No. Where he's like, um, it's like attention, all Fortnite gamers. John Wick is in great danger, and he needs your help yeah, to help like... him wipe out the squads at the Tilted Towers. He's gonna need your credit card number, the three digits <laughs> on the back, and the expiration <laughs> month and year. We gotta be fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a weird way to scam people but it's meant for humor 
<laughs> oh my god! But anyway, Charles, you give you gave it an admiral. I did give it an admiral. And, and okay, that's so I think it's ranking. it's safe to give it an admiral because yeah. Luke was like, let me just give it a grand admiral. Let's get out of here. But you know, obviously, we have like a little bit of nuance <laughs> and thoughts. So media literacy, you know. Yeah, yeah. Luke laughs that. <laughs> Sorry, Luke. No, Luke Egan, no. He's going to use feelings hurt. I'm sorry. It's all good. Second boy. Second. Um, or do nothing. That's great, too. Like, Chewie is in our banner. <laughs> he said... It's so um, insightful. So insightful. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I think he's saying uh, Luke doesn't know Star Wars. Um I actually have a I have a better Star Wars name than him, um, because Wookie Wookies stand up. Uh, oh my God! For those you, that are for, for those that are listening, the dog has shown up. I mean, yeah, but anyway, um, <laughs> I digress. Um, all right, let's let, 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 let's close the show. Um, Kira, where can the good people... Oh, oh no. Great We'll give her a second. Alanis, where can the good people find you on the social medias? All right. You can follow me at Kyber everywhere. I don't post anymore, so rest in peace. Um, But more importantly, you can follow me at IsCallisBack on Twitter. Today, we are on day 136. We are waiting for him to come home. Please join me in this fight to bring him back to canon. I'm just waiting for the day where Callus does come back and she's like, well, there goes my Twitter. <laughs> oh, no, I will implode. I will. I will be so I was really annoying. hoping I was I was really hoping that it was going to be last yeah, night. If Callus shows up, I might have to block Alanis on every single platform <laughs> because she will invade everything. Oh, you should. I will be I will post like eight TikToks in a row after not posting for two and a half months. In the words of Bail Organa, let's hope that day never comes. I love it. Um, Kira, where can the good people find you on social medias? Yes, I am on TikTok and Twitter and Instagram at Mandalorian. And yeah, that's it. Awesome. Myself? Hey, Char, where can the good people follow you on the social medias? Thank you. I can't do it without the good people. Good people, you can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at CharCharJ, as spelled right here. And you can find me at the Pod Months Podcast every Thursday night as we cover our Star Wars Rebels rewatch. And also, stay tuned for next week as we have our episode 11 reaction of Andor. And you can find us. Yeah. Yeah. Kier, we got to get you on for one of those. I'd love that. Amazing. You want to. Would you want to do next week? Yeah, sure. That's how you do it. See you then. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. You don't even you don't even have to go offline. You just ask them straight point. Yeah. It's almost like a it's like it's like an entrapment thing. You know what I mean? It's like, ah, oh, they have to say yes because they're on live. That's <laughs> not you imagine? Like, oh, no, no, just kidding. Uh, but you can follow us at uh the pod ones on all of our social medias now. Um 12-hour stream, December 3rd, Saturday, December 3rd, 12-hour stream, noon to midnight. Uh, we've got, uh, for sure, a one-shot D&D with Alanis, myself, Char, uh, the other folks from uh, Sith Face, Bree, uh, Bree. I put fucking, I put V and Brooke. Brooks. V and Alanis. <laughs> yeah. Um, they will be doing a one-shot Clone Wars D&D session with me. My uh, myself, uh, um, you Char, me, and, oh, yeah, yeah, did you say yes, me myself? Yes, I did. I did. Just okay, so yeah, it'll be a one just shot. Let with, it just, with, just, just, just let with, it die. With Luke, Harry, let it myself, die. Hosted by Saint Pat and yes. a bunch of other great people. Also, be on the lookout for our Fire and Blood and Silmarillion content coming in the next month. Cal, if we ever record again, you will be our first guest. I promise. Sith face is just gone for now. Well, you know, that, uh, I feel like you also have need that, uh, Luke need and a, I you, got to be on there. You need to have Kieran. Yeah. I would love that. I loved it. I, I understand why, you know, but yeah, if you ever come back, we will me. eventually. We're all just extremely busy. Totally fine. You know, you know what, Pat? Like, that's a good idea. What? <laughs> what did you say? 
Uh, actually, you Luke, know what? what is up this with you in those right glasses? Now, this you right like now, old, this right, you this look like right now. Wow, that comment and the way I look right now. Definitely, Luke, maybe you, I should go to bed. Yeah, it's time for Luke to go to bed. Look, you, you look like an old lady. I feel like an old lady. You know, <laughs> dude looks like a lady. Anyway, um, okay. uh, any final thoughts? No, no. Uh, and that's it. On to the next one. Flight for life. We are all the Republic. May the Force fuck. <laughs> Wait, what? The Force doesn't do that. Yeah, that's not whoa, how the whoa, Force whoa. works. Wait, wait, what is the line again? May the Force be with you, or is it with yeah, us? No, with with you. You were no, Star no. Wars. No, oh, you guys changed it. I don't no, know if you didn't. guys changed no, it for we, your thing. No, why? Run it back. Run it back. Run it back. Run it back. Take two. And. And that's going to be it for this one, guys. We'll see you next week. Uh, on to the next one for Light and for Life. We are all the Republic. May the Force be with you. Always. Always. See you, guys. And that's how you do it in sync, Kareth. <laughs> Israel is 5,690 miles away from the U.S., 11 hours by plane. Hate travels faster. In a comment, in a post, in a second. Jewish hate is up 388% in the U.S. Black hate, Muslim hate, and Asian hate are up too. When one hate rises, they all do. Let's stand up to all hate together. Share and wear the blue square from StandUpToJewishHate.org. We made USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply.